Hey everybody, um, in this episode we have our guest Charlene Negrani who's going to be talking to us a little bit about building your business, starting your business as it relates to film production. Coaching, mentoring, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, totally. While we drink some wine and drink some beer. So hang around. It's going to be a good show. Enjoy. Who are we? Nobodies. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. (laughs) Are you thinking really hard? Welcome. To episode 48 of First Frames First. My name is Adrian Constetten. Every time I keep hearing Heather chuckle <laughs> in the background there. She's like, what an idiot. <laughs> I married a fool. <laughs> I'm Jay. Welcome. Welcome to the show. And this is our guest, second time guest, Charlene. Yeah. So in this episode, um, we're going to be talking a little bit. I would love to talk about a, a top-down structure for a company. Okay. Last last episode, if you didn't watch, we really got into Charlene's history, a little bit of schooling, a little bit of what her passion projects are and what she kind of wants to do as a filmmaker in her own right, how she met Adrian, um, and they worked together on Greenhouse. Um, but since she went to uh, Laurier for business, um, we want to get into talking a little bit about the the you know running a business and how to start and and um, maybe some tips and tricks on how to be successful. Yeah, some of the important questions that people should be asking because I, I just sat down the other night and I'll, I'll tell you where this where this thought and uh, comes from. I sat down the other night and I sort of wanted to draw an overview structure of Fable Forest mm-hmm. and one of the things that I wanted to look at I wanted to look at I wanted to break things down into revenue streams. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see where are the places that we can make money, where are the places that we could monetize, and where should we, by doing, identifying those, where should we be putting our focus? Sure. Um, So it just got me thinking about the structure Structure of a company. company. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're looking at it from the top, what are the things you should be looking at? What are the things you should be focusing on? Um, So if we were putting a a company together... Mm Yeah. No. Nope. Keep going. Okay. If we were putting a company together and we were going to focus on film production as our primary source of income, where do we start? What is what is that thing that you? I mean, obviously, I'm I'm going to assume the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to make some content because mm-hmm. that's what you're going to do. But from there, when you're looking at your company and your brand, and what are the first questions you should be asking? The first questions, I think. Most people start with like, how do I make money or how do I find this thing? And I think the simplest thing is like, what do you want to do? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it that you want to do? And is there a need for what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Versus like, am I creating? It's it's like Field of Dreams. Like, if they build it, uh, they if I build it, they will come. 
that doesn't exist in the world of business. You have to build something that there's already like a gap or a need in the market. Mm-hmm. Or it, it couldn't even be like, I like what you said earlier in the sense you don't have to be the first person. You could be the second or you could be the third because you're doing it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about... Um, I can't remember, but there's two tire companies, and the first one is we're second best, but we care more. Goodyear like, and uh, also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's totally cool if you're the fiftieth person to make a Christmas movie. Exactly, because yeah. it's, it's less about like, because every Christmas there's the surge of like Christmas, yeah. or like even if it's Christmas music or Christmas sure. stuff. And the other thing is about thinking, like. This is the core of why I want to do the business. Like, is it impact? Is why? It, like, it's the why, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want to create content and I create film. Why? Is it to, like, is it to make money? And that's okay if it's to make yeah, totally. money, right? Like, that's it's, okay. It, although, a prob- probably a poor decision. Mm, not necessarily. It, it, it depends, right? Like, because... That's not the hope. Right, no, like, no, it's, the, it's, the problem is statistically, statistically, okay. if you, if you, if you want to make money at being a filmmaker, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But if you're getting into film in order to make money, the numbers are against you. Sure. Yeah, true. But there, I'm sure there are people who get into film who like who focus end up on making, money. Make a lot of money. Yeah. And if that's, it, it just, I totally believe in like law of attraction and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. in terms of a business, you have to think of like, why do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. And like, with, I guess if we, sp- it's, it's easier if we use an example. So with Fable Forest, like, why do you, why do you want this to be a company? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking. Because, and, and to be honest, and now just to be honest, I have been thinking this for the, for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Because the, um, the business um, sort of, videos that i've been watching and listening to people tell you you got to identify your why Mm -hmm. because your why will make you work harder if it gives you something if it gives you something bigger than money bigger than yeah if it gives you something bigger to work towards you will tend to work a lot harder Mm -hmm. and so i have been trying to think about um a why Mm -hmm. a mandate for fable forest films as to why we want to do this and kind of the thing that i love the most is the the idea of taking my inner thoughts mm-hmm. and putting them out into the world and by doing that creating this community of people who can do the same thing oh, cool. so that's that's where i am right now i'm still thinking about it i'm still working on it but i i, I love the idea of taking a story that is inside me and putting it out into the world, but then also giving that um, method or that, process or that gift, gift okay. to other people to be able to do that, to be able to do the same thing that I'm doing because it mm-hmm. is a gift. When you imagine something and then you actualize it through film mm-hmm. and you you turn it into something physical in front of you, it is a, it's magic. Yeah. It is absolutely magic. You're like this was inside my head and now it is real. It was an idea. And now it is a thing in the world, and so to be able to create us to create a, a community here where we are, where other people can do that, I mean that would be amazing. And I would still be doing it, and they would be doing it, and we would be doing it together. And mm-hmm. I don't know. That's where I landed on that. Why? Interesting. 
Yeah. So with my, if I were like, so I, uh, my why, if I were in a certain company, would be impact. Like, how do I do something to change something? And then once yeah. you have your why, the next step is like, how do you measure it? What do you, how do you know you've reached your why? Yeah. So like, if yours is like to create a community or create a piece, then essentially I think you've already been successful because yeah, your influence in my life has like caused me to do all of these really cool things. And I consider mm-hmm. you like someone as a mentor who I go to who talks about like film stuff Thank you. and all of these cool yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. So like if you look at your why, you've already achieved it. Congratulations. Uh, I should just quit now while I'm ahead. No, no, no. Keep helping people. But that's what I'm saying is how do you measure your why? Yeah, right? yeah, no, and absolutely. if it's and, and the thing I think we when we start a business and we talk about more than because money is, is one reason and it's money totally a valid reason and totally. it's totally a baseline. Yeah. But most of us, once we reach a certain level of money or materialism, we look for this other thing or this other why or this mm-hmm. other impact. And we always, we always try to think like, if I can change one person's mindset or one person's thing. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is, is we don't realize how much our life impacts that one person. Mm-hmm. So... For me personally, it's like not to change one person's life or one person's mindset. How do you, what is bigger than that? If you think you've already achieved your measure or your why, what's the next thing you look for? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, honestly, the next thing for us is money. Mm, That's the, that is the elusive beast, right? We are trying to earn an income. Right? So, like, now you have to get really specific on your measures, right? Like, you've heard of SMART goals? Yes. Oh, you have? So, so specific, S, measurable, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Boom. That's cool. So, what is your SMART? So, it has to be really specific. When you say, like, money, how much money? Yeah. Annually, monthly, like is Get it sixty thousand dollars? Is it yeah. is it income? Is it revenue? Is it profit? Gross How net. Much Get in there. Money. Get to the nitty gritty. Uh, measurable money is easy. Money is an easy yeah. easy measurable one. But if you're, if I was going for something like impact, yeah, how do you impact? Know? How do you measure that? Is impact wow. like a survey that I sent out at the end of my film? Like, yeah. did you? Did it change your mindset on this topic? Yeah. How do you measure? How do you, how do you measure your goal? This, like, right, like surveys yeah. are a good way, or even like, cool thing about the internet is you can create polls, or you can create yeah. uh, survey monkeys, or those kinds of things to pull your audience, or even with podcasts or videos, you can check like views, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can be, I want ten unique views on this page per month, and it doesn't have to be something crazy. Like, we're we're not going for like a million. We want two views of this show on YouTube. Oh, see? I will in the it. next year. I will do it. I will do those. You two will views. watch the two. You'll watch it twice. <laughs> but, that's not, but you're not being Achieved. specific enough. Unique views oh, or delving that are not Adrian. <laughs> you, what? That could be your views. Like yeah, if Adrian yeah. watched, that could be your thing. Yeah, right? You like could be okay with that. Yeah. And then attainable is like, is this something realistic? realistic? Yeah, yeah. Attainable and realistic are very similar. Because I have, I have been to, I've been to people's homes where who who have, 
you know, they've also watched The Secret and The Law of Attraction mm. and they, they've written it, they've done the Jim Carrey thing where they've written a check to themselves for a certain mm. amount of money and you're just like, oh, that's an unrealistic number. Like, it's just, oh, it's just not going to happen in this, like... Lifetime. Yeah, in this, in, in the, with all the things that you're doing, that's not a number that'll land in your lap. Hmm. Like, okay. Jim Carrey, I think he wrote himself a check for a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a million. Yeah, and he was act. He was starting. When he was to- in high school or something, yeah. Oh, it was. <coughs> early twenties, like when okay. he was really like not famous or and, yeah, like, yeah. trying to be a comedian. But but the the point is that getting cast in a major, you know, it happened eventually. But you got. I suppose you got to work towards those things. So you you have a you you come up with your why. You come with your why, and then you have to get really specific about how you measure your why. So your why has to be specific like is your why i want five people to uh your why is i want to i want to share my story right Mm -hmm. like that's that's what i think your why is and my why is i want to create an impact Mm -hmm. but the specific what is your why jay yeah what's your why well i mean i think if we're going to keep this uh shortish see here's the i was i was gonna no i can get into it but i was gonna say that uh, it was interesting because talking to uh, another good friend uh, uh, of yours, Chris, um, money man, old mm. man. Um, old man, Chris Watson. Yes. He was also, again, said something very similar, if you remember, which was, you know, if, if you, you, you're you going to come up with a dollar figure that makes sense for greenhouse, as an example, right? Yeah. Mm. And you want to make X dollars for it to be a profitable thing. And now you have to decide how many people need to be able to see it at what price to be able to get to, and how are you going to get those people? So very, again, using smart goals to make a very specific statement. So, you know, I need to have 840 people see this at $3 to do X, Y, Z or whatever. And that's, this is what these, this is what these smart goals are. Within the next six months. Or whatever. Yeah. So that, that's the thing with the smart goals. And the thing I had to realize with smart goals is that, Sometimes you can create one in like five minutes, but the most important smart goals I've ever created took me like three months to conceptualize, oh. like a long, long time to like, what am I actually, like I would think I would, re- I would read the smart goal and I'd be like, mm, I guess this is okay. And then a month later I'd revisit it and be you like, no, I can it. refine it. Yeah. I think there's some, there's some magic when you actually write things versus type things. Cause it's, it's not about like connecting your brain to your arms and your nerves and everything. So then R is realistic. Uh, attainable is like, we're not going for like a million views, right? Like we're, we don't have a million friends. Mm-hmm. Realistic And we're not is, making a video that is worthy of a million views. Or, so, right, you know that I mean? We don't have a budget, right? And yeah. realistic is, is the same thing as attainable, and but it's more like, am I in reality? Like, am I not thinking about these castles in the clouds? And then timely is you have to put a timeline. Yeah. Human brains, if we don't put a deadline, we will just procrastinate forever. Totally. If, if, if we'll I just say sit, to, like, yeah. sit in the cave. Well, if I say to you, you have a week to do this 10-minute thing, you're going to wait till the last day before you do this 10-minute thing. Uh, so weird, yeah. the way we do that. Yeah. But then you have to create these boundaries or these systems so that you... Oh, jeez. Is that Okay. It didn't break. We'll Nothing see. shattered. That was just a cell phone. Nothing serious. Just a proto- okay? just a prototype from. It's a prototype it in a and case? it's fine. Um, Boom! Way to go. Piece of machinery. 
So yeah, so it's it's this why and then it's the smart. But then you also have to look at revenue, right? Like mm. your revenue streams, your profit mark. Like, and you have to get yeah. very specific about this is the revenue I need to... Are you hiring people? Are you doing it all yourself? Mm. Are you selling your time as a service? Are you selling... Um, with video, there's a lot of different things because you could sell your time which means it's very directly correlated to one hour of my time is a hundred hours a hundred dollars of ink of revenue mm-hmm. or you could say i'm going to put this video out there on youtube and monetize it and then it's done right like you spend mm-hmm. x number of time and then you put it there and you're like okay i need it to get x number of views before i actually recuperate my mm-hmm. costs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's, there's two ways you look at it so you look Am I selling my time per hour of like directing time or editing time or it's it's video production companies are so fascinating because it's it's this combination of goods and services. A lot of other industries don't have this combination thing going on. They mostly have like you have a consulting firm that it's completely services or like doctors and lawyers it's completely time based or you have uh, like what I do is website production and, and that's completely services based mm-hmm. versus like manufacturing companies are all good based or mm-hmm. retail stores or most companies are one or the other. Video production is this like really cool amalgamation of both. So you have to f- like initially you have to pick one mm-hmm. and you have to, and that doesn't say like if you pick one, it's like with your target market, you pick one. But that doesn't mean like if someone who's outside of your target market or if you have an opportunity outside of services or outside of goods that you can't do it. Mm-hmm. It just means like, it's like if you think of a retail store that's like um, like meant for um, like Walmart, right? Like actually Walmart's a bad example. Uh, like Costco. Costco, like the most people who shop at Costco are like baby boomers in their like past their 50s who go there all the time. But then if I walk into Costco, they're not going to be like, you're not in our target market. We're not going to sell to you. (laughs) They totally are open. But because Costco is so focused, um, because they, well, they started their market on like small businesses and small enterprises. Mm -hmm. But individuals totally buy Costco memberships. A lot. Right? Yeah. And they never say like, oh, you're an individual. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, like those cash and carries. Right. Used to, yeah. So. They're like, if you're a business, you can buy here. But if you're an individual person, you can't. Yeah. So, so it, it just depends, right? And it depends. And then this is what I say to most people is like, they try to like, I want to target everyone. And I'm like, just because you're targeting a specific focus group doesn't mean you're saying other people can't come. Yeah. It's just your, like with Muay Thai. The Muay Thai document, uh, mm-hmm. documentary, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that you guys are doing, it's specifically targeted to people who even know what that is, right? Yeah, totally. Like, a lot of people are like, what is that? Yeah, like uh, kickboxing with knees with and elbows. elbows. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't mean like someone who watches it, who yeah. like if my if I told my parents about it and they like had it on their Bell TV and they watch it, it's not like you would say like, don't watch it because you don't know what this is and you're not in no, my no, target no. market. Totally watch it. Totally watch it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and but but what we did was with that we have a very specific target audience with the Muay Thai show. Sure. Because yeah. people who enjoy fighting, people who enjoy watching martial arts and fighting stuff, they are a very specific audience. Yeah. Some people do not watch it. 
And we found that out because we had a screening and many of the people we know were not interested in coming because they're just like, we don't like fighting. We don't like UFC. Ah, we don't like anything. But the people who love who like UFC, who like martial arts and who like fighting, they love it. Yeah. And they came come for the fighting. Stay for the story. And it, it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like that one's a bit interesting because some, a part of it is, are you, are you paid per hour or are you paid per episode with that one? Who, we're not paying anyone. Like who? I mean, paid. Like it doesn't better ah, pay you. We were per we, season. We were paid for the entire season. Ah, for season. So yeah. that means you're you're. This is this. Good. And we did pay people. Mm-hmm. Right. So relax. The people you're paying, they're selling yes. their service. Yes. But you're creating this product, which is the video that you publish, and then why it's a product is because once you have it published, you don't have to do anything anymore. That is a fallacy. Really, you have to do more stuff. You, sure. For the oh. so, this is now now a bit of education for you and the distribution of film and video. Mm-hmm. Once you create a documentary or a film, mm-hmm. you are selling that for the rest of your life. Yes, right. The selling piece is different. Like, there's oh, always the going to be piece. there's always going to be selling in every product you yeah. create, right? Okay. Like any product you create, like a retail store, or like even eBooks or books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you are mm-hmm. always like that's why our authors go on book tours and stuff but they've essentially created a book or a movie or they never have to die product and they never have to recreate it versus if you think of a lawyer depending on the client they may have to redo or a doctor will have to re will perform heart surgery 600 times in their lifetime so versus like this is this thing selling it is like completely other ball game that's when you get into the marketing and the business development and like the cool thing about selling it is you can do it any way you want Mm -hmm. so you can do it um by getting a huge partner and getting them to putting their like with bell putting their name on it Mm -hmm. and getting the accredit like that's the authority or credibility of combining totally your brand with someone else's brand so we using someone else's brand loyalty combined with your experience mm-hmm. to reach a specific market i mean having bell put our show out and the number of people that have seen it and seen our mm-hmm. logo in front and have gotten a chance to watch our show it the show is probably the thing that of ours that people have seen the most times totally because right. it has, because it was, Correct. it had formal distribution Absolutely. to millions of people. Right, and that's one way to start a business is you have the strategic alliance or strategic partnership. Like for Bell, it's really positive to to partner with you guys because you guys have the expertise or the skills, mm-hmm. and you're partnering with them because they have the brand, the know-how, the, the reach, and the channel, the dis- right. and the channel, yeah. and yeah. the distribution. Correct. So that's one way to do it. There's another way to do it is where you create your own brand, right? Like Fable Fars Films, like is a it, lot and, of... And a it lot, is a brand. It is a brand, but a lot of people don't believe in partnership, partnering with like big corporations, which mm-hmm. is totally fine. You can create your own brand through your own channels and your own... It's a lot harder to go this way. Like sure. You have to do the establishment yourself. But that's, again, where you have to be really specific with your target market. Yeah. Like you could be really, really well-known with these people in this region about this thing mm-hmm. like i bet you in kw fable forest has a presence i think so we or have if a... you get really specific let me tell you something though yeah. we have a global podcast audience really 
Cool. This is <laughs> my dad. My she dad listens from South be- Africa. So. Oh, true. Did you hear the unbelie- <laughs> unbelief? Really? Cool. Cool. Kind of quizzical. Yeah. Well, the way you cool. described it was very not like it's totally that not. at all. Yeah. No. Well, it, my parents live in Zimbabwe, so you know. Are they still in Zim? Uh, yeah, my dad like stays there most of the time, and then my mom comes back what? randomly. Yeah, my mom's coming back next week, so I'm really. I didn't excited. even know that there were people still living in Zim. Yeah, there are people in Zim. They just don't have money, but like they have bond notes. But we can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, economic collapse in southern in, in southern Africa. Um, I'm trying Crazy. to think what other business stuff I can talk so, about. So, so let's say, for instance, you're putting this. So, so you develop your why. Mm-hmm. You're like, I want to do this because of this. Mm-hmm. Also in that, I need to make some money. So you're like, okay. I, now, the thing is that obviously aligning yourself with a huge corporation that is going to help you get your product out there. A lot of people would do that. That is Well, like, this, is, this is why... Sh- shows like shark tank exist right so mm-hmm. you, yeah you have a small entrepreneur that needs needs they got a bit a of big fire. dog to yeah. help, help them, them move. expand right mm-hmm. and they got a bit of fire they're going to put in a lot of the you know the juice that yep. need, that needs to go and the, the big company just needs to sit there and be like we're gonna do what we do the other thing i would recommend well, is pe- yeah. is this idea of um you don't have to make your own mistakes right like there's so many people who have written so many books or like, like they don't even write books anymore. They're on YouTube or they're on podcasts yeah. and they talk about their experiences and their life things. And you can go, I've always believed this, is you can go through your life making your own mistakes and you will make your own mistakes. Some mm-hmm. mistakes you have to make yourself. But there's an opportunity to learn from other people who have made their own mistakes mm-hmm. so that you can progress. So you don't have to wait till you're 60 to be like, oh, I wish I didn't know. I wish I knew that like way back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of this idea of like, I think reading is one really uh, good avenue. YouTube yeah, is yeah, a really yeah. cool oh, yeah. cool avenue. Even like simple so, things like Instagram or Twitter, you can kind of find knowledge yeah. or information about certain things, about people who've made like, oh, when I started my production company, mm-hmm. I did X, Y, and Z. And I didn't really like this, but then yeah. I liked that. So, so my, um, the favorite company I want is like Participant Media. I don't know if you guys have no. heard of this. It's, um, it's the guy who started eBay. He founded Participant Media. I can't remember his name. But he, um, they do films like Black Cove or The Help. It's all these films yeah. with like a message about the individual against Amazing. society. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I was like, oh, my God, there's a business guy who does film, who, like, this has a guy. message. So so I look at this guy. As a mentor. I'm, or not even, like, I think mentors have, like, a more personal, but mm-hmm. that's, maybe that's my definition. No, mm-hmm. no, no, for sure. But this guy, like, I, I check him out on LinkedIn. Or not him specifically. I check out the company on LinkedIn. I, like, check all the stuff that they yeah. do. How do they promote things? And you He's learn like your from... Hero. Yeah, you learn the from to, their mistakes. The person that you're aspiring to to be like. Yeah, you have to find that role. Yeah. It's like a role model. Yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. find that person because one, as humans, we need to know that what we're trying to do is attainable a by a human individual or yeah. a human corporation. Mm-hmm. But then you like, they help shape your smart goals. But they won't ever do your smart goals because they won't know you personally. 
Mm-hmm. Your mentors are the ones that help you write them. Yeah. So I will say that I just listened. I've I've been listening to Masterclass, which is like mm. um, so. It's a series of the people who are the best people in the world at these certain things: writing, filmmaking, you name it. And for Christmas last year, I got all access pass to this website with all these great people. So I've you know listened to Ron Howard, you know Martin Scorsese. Uh, it's amazing. Shonda Rhimes. You know I've listened to them all and watched them all. And uh, right now, tonight, in fact, while I was cleaning the house, I was listening to James Patterson talk about writing. And um, he was like, get yourself a mentor. Phone people. Ask questions. Get Mm -hmm, yourself a mentor. mm -hmm. Like, find someone to help you navigate these things. Like, you just reach out to people and ask them questions. So, I think, think, um, you know, I think one of the the places that we're at, if we can talk about something specific is, you know, I think we have our whys and our whys are probably for filmmaking are probably very, um, passion driven Mm -hmm. as far as like, we want a piece of something that's inside to be visible to everyone. Right. And I think, yeah. And I think that, uh, to continue to make that why happen, you need the secondary why of dollar bills because you can't continue to make, uh, content for people. Um, if you can't pocket, right. You have to be able to back it up with, um, you know, a comfortable, a sense of comfortableness like we talked about like we talked about last show yeah you know you need your your food and your security mm. and then you move up to the next piece you you can't keep creating if you don't have the basics covered which are you know the the ability to go and do it so i think that's the secondary why so where where we're at now is um you know a number of projects in you know two films a documentary that we own a number of concepts, some short films, et cetera, et cetera, uh, knowledge and um, experience at the people level as well. So not just product, but also service. Um, a number of different things. Now, how do we take the things that we have? And historically, we haven't been the best at monetizing those items, um, making that start to work for us, right? So right now, we're in the midst of shooting uh, our first horror film. So this is good. I just wanted to make sure the red light was still on. Somehow I couldn't see it. Um, but this is our first foray into saying, okay, it's time to make a piece of content that we know that there's a market for. That, that It's a smart business decision. That's what we're trying. Horror is smart. Like, is, it, yes. is there yes. a huge need? Horror, oh, well, not, not need, but it's just... Demand. Uh, for, ah, in, in, in the indie film world... Yeah. The first, the first film you want to make generally is gonna is like horror thriller. Interesting. You don't want to make a comedy because you need a named actor unless you have a named actor. You don't want to make a drama unless you have a named actor. Interesting. Yeah. No, so, so like nobody's interested in watching. And you think about yourself when you're perusing Netflix. You, True. If you, if I you watch a, horror movies with random people all the time. You will watch a horror with a rando, but you will not watch a drama or a comedy if you're like, oh, those people look like randos. This obviously isn't that good. So that's the trap that we fell into. And so, but with a horror, you're like, so this, totally. The, and and the, the the next number of projects, we, we have certain things in mind on how we can try to be more successful monetarily out of the gate. However, 
we do have these items already. And so, you know, as you move forward, what do you do to keep taking those pieces of the puzzle that you already have mm -hmm. and see if you can start financing the new stuff with the old stuff? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's, that's part, that's part of the thing that, uh, I wouldn't say keeps me up at night. I sleep pretty well, but it is one of the things that, that I like to think about, yeah. right? Um, where do we go with some of the, the old, um, to start trying to finance the new? Yeah, absolutely. So those, but those, and those, so when I was drawing up sort of an overview mm -hmm. of Fable Forest films, identifying those places where we need to put effort, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because the thing is that you're, you're, you're moving towards the future, but you're also trying to sell things from the past. So it's, you know, that you've made in the past. I think you also need like what I found. So in, in my current job, why I do what I do is because it's, it's like, so I'm a web, I'm a general manager at a web development company and it's, this new thing and it's like mm -hmm. i completely run the business and everything but i have a coach like i have an executive coach who mm -hmm. it's a coach is different than a mentor a coach is like you can do it less like but more strategic yeah right? like more specific right like a mentor is someone you talk to and you're like i have problems or i need some motivation or uh, let's catch up or let's like a coach okay. is like here's my smart goal. What am I missing? Mm -hmm. Like, here's a defined draft of what I do. So earlier this year, I did start like my own kind of career consulting company. Hey, um, I, nice. I put in Is a this little, a free, did we just have a free consultation? No, no. The check, the bills in the mail. Oh, it's not free. Uh, <laughs> Can't be that. We could, I can, I can totally do it. Like, cause I think this it's, is, it's funny, but the wine that you drank exactly equals the amount of your bill i know right <laughs> it's this very expensive <laughs> no that's Is so cool right? it's totally so i put it a little bit on pause because i moved and like yeah, life stuff yeah, like happened that. but now that's right i just really want that's right yeah. i remember that now i remember you sending me information about your i even i've been on your website a couple of times yeah okay okay you yeah. had a website yes a years ago coaching. yeah that's right yeah, oh, career coaching yeah. yeah yeah i went there yeah so i still do some of that stuff and i kind of formalized it a bit more okay i did this like online certification and kind of stuff but what i realize now is that you should never say online certification you should just say certification I have other certificates that are not online, but totally. this one was online. But you don't I'm have like, to say that. You just say, I have a cert I am certified. I'm because, totally certified because from a bunch this, of the stuff. This is a little bit of real life coaching that we're doing okay, right well, now. Thank right you. Now. I will, this is from the I old guys. I am certified. Because when you're like, I'm, I'm a, I can marry you. Sure, I have an online priesthood. Ship. <laughs> priesthood ship? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to just leave the online. Okay, I am certified Amazing. in a bunch of this stuff. Wow. I mean, you can't um, take it back now. Priesthoodship.com. What I started is like, for me, where the money comes from is why I keep my day job, right? Like, my day job is general manager and web consulting company. Yeah. But then the other stuff is like, now I realize that also, like, I'm in my 20s and I want to just build up this brand and this reputation. Mm -hmm. And so. I just decided I want to do, and I've, re I've, re I've started like about a week ago, I started 
talking to some of my friends and trying to find more career coaching clients is now I just want to do it build your portfolio for people to build my portfolio and people that I believe in because mm-hmm. I'm the kind of coach I won't a lot of people pay coaches because they do stuff for them i.e. your coach will build your smart goals or uh. your coach will do this or your coach will and that's why you pay them but I am not that coach I am the coach who will help you but you are the one who's actually at the the helm you're the one who has to do the work i don't really do that much work i just talk to you and help you like figure out the process you're the whip cracker yeah but also i believe that every individual has the answers within them they just need to know the right questions totally so that's kind of the coaching i do yeah so fable first needs someone yeah totally because i need a way to get back in the game we totally need someone so so like uh, what I would also say, I have, I agree with you. It took me a number of movies, making a number of movies before I realized that I had the tools to do whatever I wanted to mm-hmm. do at my, it, within my cape, within my reach. I always thought I needed this or I need this. Or if I only just had this, if I only just had this, but you have whatever you need to make it happen. You have that stuff. You know what I mean? And you just need the right person to ask you the right questions uh, or to to know the information or to read it or to share the or like sounding board almost <laughs> but also like like targeted sounding board if yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of makes sense right like, like that, that that sense of like accountability even yeah. some people just need someone to be accountable to that's external to them or some people just yeah. need Someone external to ask them the questions they were thinking anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. so let me ask you this question. Um, for people that are just starting out in business, let's pretend film, but it can be yeah, just any yeah. business. Um, and they want to go on the hunt for coaches and mentors and things mm-hmm. like that. What are you, some of your bits of advice for those types of people? You have to find a coach. When you look at them, it's working for them. Right? Like if you find a coach and they're the ones that like aren't really like calm about stuff or like mm-hmm. they don't do their own sparkles, like do your research on your coach. Like a lot of coaches will offer a free consultation with them. Mm-hmm. So in that, like ask about them. Like if you're, if you're looking at like I want to be a successful entrepreneur in this industry, sure. you may not need a coach in the same industry because a lot of things are transferable, but has that coach actually ever run their own business? Have they started? Have they failed? I find people who failed know more than people who've just been like lucky and successful the whole time. Totally. Sure, we know things. Right? So I think you have to find someone, you have to really look at that person and be like, and like people, you know when someone's lying or you know when someone is like, so you're using your gut you have to use you have to listen to your own self will this person work for me Mm -hmm. and you have to be able and you have to see like what i notice in most good coaches in a coaching session they won't really talk about themselves so you'll have to pry and you'll have to prod and you'll have to read their bios on their website Mm -hmm. you'll have to do your own homework and your own research but you also have to know, like, do I feel comfortable sharing my life story with this person? Mm-hmm. Because you have to be open. And you have to talk about your emotions. Like, businesses, like, starting your own business is an emotional thing. Like, it's hard and it's challenging. And there's all this yeah. life stuff. And you have to feel comfortable talking to that individual about all of these other things. Mm-hmm. 
to help you f- narrow down this one thing. And you huge, have to look at their huge. face and be like, is this working for you? Are like, you, are you successful? Are you, do, are I you, like, do I like you telling me things? That and are you walking the talk? Like mm-hmm. a lot of coaches out there will be like, I'm a coach because I can't do this. Or like, n- n- like and you'll be able to see that. Like just trust yeah. your gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of like, like, no sort of like the, you, t- yeah. you, you teach because you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. But I think yeah. the good coaches teach because they've done it. Yeah. And they want to help people. And they want to help people. They want to see this. Yeah. They want to get to that seventh level. Totally. Sixth, sixth well, level. You're never, you're, at the sixth let me tell you something. Level. You're yeah, never yeah. going to get to the seventh level with that attitude. There is no seventh level. <laughs> oh, come on. Break the barriers sure here. <laughs> just meditate a little longer. Maybe. Just work harder. And then you will. <laughs> just, just get it. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So cool. Thank you. So, um... I suppose, yeah. So next steps for us is to meet people, phone people, get a coach. Get a coach a, that get you meet regularly, mentor. right? So you live in Ottawa. So we can you, do it on the phone. Okay, we can do it on the phone. We can do some chatting. Skype stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, do some chatting and sort of f- figure things out for us because we we are moving into a we're moving into a new mindset. Cool. We're moving into a mindset where we're going to continue making the movies. But we need to now put the foundation in place because we need to catch some of the dollar bills mm-hmm. that that are that like like you know we we've been in business for a while we've done some things but now we need to make sure that the business is actually trying to be a business right we're taking yeah. the things that we've done and you can't just make them and then forget about them you have to make them and then make sure that they continue to drive whatever whatever to, they can you have to you, it's you got to be a machine yeah you actually have to build the machine you right. have to, to build, build the business the process machine. yeah correct and 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 my whole thing is about building automated processes mm-hmm. so how do you build and also like if you think about the company the company is a legacy right like it's something you build that you're not going to be around forever but can you build it in such a way that oh, if especially the next me. person coming in can just see what you've done and take over like is it that yeah. simple it has to be so simple anyone can when take we over. give it to our kids even if they're not interested in film could they still manage it and they could manage it right and it would be profitable right like can do you have the right systems or processes automated let me tell you something place. it's so tough no we don't uh, you have to start with one thing right yeah. but I, but i'll tell you why it's so tough to automate film production it's because it's a creative medium mm-hmm. but because that doesn't mean you can't automate automate certain, majority of it or, or certain pieces parts of it. like yeah. there's ways to automate editing totally writing obviously i get is something yeah writing need, writing like, and actually filming and creating connection. and making you can automate some filming stuff. No, you certainly can. You certainly can be like, uh, and here's a famous saying. So um, this is, I believe this is George Lucas, but like a great scene because everybody, a filmmaker is always like, how am I going to film the scene? You know, how am I going to make the scene happen? And George Lucas is no one ever ruined a scene by doing a wide, a medium, <laughs> two over the shoulders. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> totally (laughs) so look make sure you (laughs) just do that just do it (laughs) just do that you can do the fancy stuff but you you know yeah you're not going to ruin it by doing that because that's how every scene is shot in the world make sure you get close-ups of all your dialogue (laughs) 
God damn it. <laughs> you need singles. You need singles. Yeah, people. you do. Um, okay. So, Shalini, I have a quick question for you. Yes. If you had to make your ultimate fictional film, what would that fictional film be now, today? It doesn't have to be for the rest of your life. But right now, we're going to give you the money to make any fictional film you want. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Any amount of money? Yes. Okay. You have it, it. It will be the budget to make your ultimate movie. What would it be? Fictional. Got to be fiction. Because let me tell you something. Documentaries are fine, but nobody like you can do any documentary you want. It's exciting. I know. Are you thinking? Oh, totally. This is, this is coming this around is to you really too. Cool no, I can't. I can't tell mine. Mm-hmm. You can tell another one. Oh, sure. Think of another one. Another one? He doesn't want to give anything away. He doesn't want to give away any secrets. Because he has he has some some diamonds, some trevors, treasure troves buried in his brain muscle. You guys think. Yeah. yeah. I would probably make the next movie. I would probably make... Um, Okay, I got mine. You ready? Okay, go. With any budget, this is going to have to be a major budget, but we're going to tell the story of the battle of angels before Satan fell from heaven. Whoa. Oh, wow. So, it's what happened? The battle ha- before, the, 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 what happened to send all now, of the battle yeah. before Earth existed. Boom. So, just a question, but like. Is God a character that we see in this? Like Santa Claus with the big I don't beard? Know. You haven't I thought about it that much. That's cool. I mean, I just thought of it. Yeah, that's cool. Seconds ago. Yeah, yeah, that's totally If you cool. want me to start designing Building it out, it out. Then we'll, we'll get into that. No, that's okay. But yeah. we're going to have all the angels that you know and love. Michael. Uh, <laughs> Gabriel. Sure. Yeah, that one. Asriel. Is he one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's all the ones I know. <laughs> Satan. I w- He's Satan. he's one of the important ones. Now, yeah, okay, we okay. I would make what? I, he was an angel. No, I know he was an angel. Okay, but like, are you gonna like in the movie? Are you gonna make him redeemable? Oh so yeah, no, I'm gonna make on his team. They're like one hundred. Like it's, it's almost like self sacrifice. One hundred percent. He is the hero. Has to take the mantle. No, no, Satan is the hero in this. Yeah, one hundred percent. Totally. Like somebody has to. Like it's. It's like it's decreed by God that say somebody has to go down to be to take care oh, no. of the underworld. No, no, and no. It's almost like self-sacrifice. Oh, I wouldn't build it like that. Oh, no. I would build it like, um, we don't need your education. Oh, like oh. they threw him out of heaven for a good thing. No, like because he, had he was a knowledge. he was a rebel, and he had a different way of doing things, and God couldn't handle it. Oh. So he made him, and he was like, "You're lesser than me. You're out of here." But it's because he was dangerous. Oh. He was Kevin Bacon in Footloose, and all <laughs> he wanted to do was dance, and it was against the rules. Against the rules. God is like the principle in this metaphor. Totally a principle. Okay, so I would make um a, there, there's a film that I we'd need a lot of money for this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a film that I wrote a long time ago called Shadow City, and it is a it's a sort of a fantasy story about 
about the the world that is like a magical world that exists between the cracks of our world so it is fantastical it's not finished in terms of like i've I've written two or three drafts of it but i'm not really happy where it landed Mm -hmm. i would continue writing that i would finish that and i'd make that movie is this the last end of luke commitment no Mm -hmm. scratch everything i just said i would make the last stand of luke commitment which is really close which is really close to being done just a a couple things that need to change this is a script that i wrote and um it seems it sounded very similar to what you were just talking about no no and this is like this is in purgatory luke last stand of luke commitment or limbo town Mm -hmm. which the name would likely change to is a story about a man uh getting out of purgatory and sort of like this very it's a purgatory is a very structured place where you land and then he sort of navigates purgatory and there's some nefarious things going on and so he needs to needs to bust out of there and save the day yeah. It is cool. It's a very good script. Have you read it? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And you enjoyed it? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. I'm very happy about that. Shalini, back to you. The only thing that's coming to mind right now, and I don't know if this is a fully formed idea, I'm also one of those people who like think when I talk, like verbal processor. So right now I'm reading this book, Lucky by Alice Siebold. And she talks about, uh, it's a memoir of hers where she talks about like when she was raped and then how she like manages this whole process and so it's made me think a lot about um women and 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 the way like this this objectification and this whole thing like even in technology so i feel like i would write and i have an and i can feel like an idea brewing like Mm -hmm. like it's been the past couple weeks i can feel like a fictional or creative idea i don't i just don't know what it is yet Mm But it would be that would be the theme or the topic. It would be something around women in tech. I don't even know. Like I feel I feel like I almost kind of want to go like medieval. Like I want to do like a historical kind of film. But very cool. Like the cool thing you said was like you have the unlimited budget. So now my mind is going like a bit crazy because whenever I write a script now, I always feel like I'm constrained by budget. So I have to like mm-hmm. write it in modern day totally. times because I don't want to go like back in the but day. If or you, like if you, you could, yeah. But if I could, I think I feel like I would go back in the day to like some of the writers like Mary Shelley and like tell mm-hmm. her like she wrote Frankenstein. Totally, but you're you're behind the eight ball. Yeah, because they just Mary made Shelley. a movie about Mary Shelley. Yeah, just I know. And I just think she's one of the coolest people. But yeah. what I mean is, like, she go people, back yeah. in time and, like, because... Really do it well. You really do it well or really do something about, like, women. And the other thing I forget all the time woman is, in like... history. Is, oh, like, I, I think of guys. this... This thing, like, I'm a woman in technology, but I always forget that I'm a woman of color. Like, I just don't yeah. think of myself that way. Yeah. Um, but it's this piece. And so I feel like that's just the theme. I don't know what the story is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think it would be an individual story of, like, totally. someone getting through something. Yeah. The other thing that comes to mind is, like, maybe telling it from a man's perspective, like, talking about feminism and like women and like being it's this fictional guy who's like debating between like maybe i feel like there's some sort of element of time travel like he goes back in time and then mm. he comes back to the future and then he like 
sees this whole life from a different yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know sort of I like a like... sort of like a Scrooge thing but oh, for feminism interesting and so from he's like a, the so he's other like a, perspective he's a, a dirtbag ass slapping sort of like chauvinistic pig mm-hmm. who then gets Scroogeified yeah, you know, yeah, and is yeah. then shown, you know, through history what women have been through, and it changes his perspective. Yeah, like he's like this super smart scientific guy that goes back in time, and then he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, like this lady," or like maybe he goes back in time and he realizes like one of his favorite musicians or one of his favorite authors was actually a woman, and yeah, not a man, because yeah. a lot of them had pseudonyms. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, maybe yeah, he goes yeah, back yeah, and realizes yeah. Mozart was actually a woman, and then he comes back, he's like, "Oh my god, Mozart like, was a yeah. woman." <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, this is the story that's coming. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, my that's God. Cool. I know the name of the show now. What? what is it? Mozart was a woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you know, a show all about business. <laughs> all righty. Oh, cool. That was great. That was a lot of fun. Good episode, guys. Good episode. Yeah. So um, thank you very much, Shalini. Well, thank yeah. you for uh, having me. If people want to find you out to coach, to, for you to coach them. Mm-hmm. Where would they Where would they search for you? Or where would they find you? Uh, so my Instagram is snagrani s n a g r a n i. You can instant message me on there. I don't have a coaching website up anymore. I need to get that one up. But yep. my current website is um, ironicallymodest.com. dot mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Shalini actually means modesty. Mm-hmm. So I always used to tell a joke when I was younger. My parents were being ironic. So my website ironicallymodest.com cool and you got the .com which is cool yeah and so I don't have any content on there yet so Um, I'm working on it okay I have the website so if you're looking for coaching and not for nothing but Shalini is looking for clients Mm -hmm. so she's not going to bill you millions of dollars just yet she'll wait until she makes you huge but she is going to make you do everything as you heard you're going to make you work hard you have to do the work I love that. I love that idea. I think that's good. You got someone cracking the whip, making you do the work. I think it's good. You're a bum, Mick. Yeah. Rock. I mean, he was Mick. I was being Mick there. I don't even what know a what failure. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's like your hair. Speaking of boxing movies. Oh. I just saw a preview today. With, Creed 2? No, it's a boxing It. I was watching the whole trailer with the sound off at the gym. Oh. It's a boxing movie about uh, a Muslim dude uh, who comes and everybody hates him and he can't boxing can't or wherever. But uh, Mickey Rourke is his coach. Cool. It looks kind of awesome, actually. Cool. So I don't know what the name of it is, but uh, probably just do an IMDb for Mickey Rourke. It's probably the fastest way to find it. But it mm. actually looks pretty pretty great. Amazing. The soundless trailer you watched in the gym. Yep. That one time you went. I'm. Here's the thing. More people are going to watch the movie now that I've mentioned it on our super famous podcast. Ba ba boom. <laughs> Twenty seven people. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us. Listen once again. Dream big. Work hard. See you later. Thanks for watching. First frames first. Yes. First frames first. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website www.thefableforest.com Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard. <laughs>